Welcome to Dying to Know, where we open up about everything that comes with losing a loved one. Because the only thing that's worse than death is not being able to talk about it. We're your bereavement babes, Leah and Rachel, and today we're talking about acceptance. Hey Leah. Hi Rachel. What is one thing you're accepting today? Uh, the tone of my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's always been an insecurity. So I usually speak at a very loud volume and most of the women in my family do. Um, so I get it naturally. Um, yeah, but yeah, not alone. <laughs> exactly. But I feel like sometimes when I'm talking or I'm excited and someone might be like, oh, shh, like be quiet or like lower your voice. And I'll be like, I'm trying. Like, I'm just not aware. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely not aware. I'm not trying to scream at somebody. Yeah. With something that you're accepting. I think for today also, my hair. Okay. <laughs> you can't control it, but I still love it. I mean, if we're talking about today, I forgot my makeup bag today. <laughs> I forgot my jewelry bag today. Work. But I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. And we're going to talk lower. Exactly. It's like an ASMR chill episode. Um, so acceptance, as we've been doing the last few episodes, we're going to go into a definition. So acceptance is a noun. It's the action of consenting to receive or undertake something offered. So I feel like when it comes to grief, um, acceptance, we had to all re- we had to undertake. I think we're the latter part of it. Mm-hmm. Undertake something offered because obviously we didn't consent to anyone dying in yeah. our lives. <laughs> and I'm sure if it was up to us or anyone else in the world, people just wouldn't die. We would just be overpopulated and we would meet our whole like lineage right. and ancestors. Um, but unfortunately, that doesn't happen. Um, so I feel like we just had to undertake something that was offered to us. So how do you feel about the stage of acceptance and grief? Like any thoughts? Did you learn anything while we were doing some research here? What I did learn from research Mm -hmm. is I guess the acceptance kind of, I don't want to say definition because again, we don't know everything. (laughs) We're not professionals, but it's it's accepting your new reality. You're accepting Mm -hmm. your reality of like what you're living in now and accepting that you can't go back. Like you can't go back to your old life. And I feel like, I, if, if someone would have been like, okay, these are the five stages of grief, like, have you, like, hit acceptance yet? I'd have been like, no, like, I fully understand that my dad passed and, like, I can't go back to that. Mm-hmm. But as researching and realizing that stages look different on everyone, I think my biggest acceptance was um, not being able to go back to my old life. And not in the sense of my dad, but almost in the sense of my emotions, where, like, what I remember... I just, well, I feel like everything was just chill and calm and I could be like even keeled where I remember having a conversation with a friend and I'm like, my highs, I'm either super, super happy and having a good day okay, or I'm super, super low and it's just bad days. Like it just felt Mm -hmm. like I couldn't ever be like even Even. keeled. Like the happies, like it was a great day, but that means like the next day was going to be like super, like it just felt like nothing was in balance. Okay. And thanks to this great friend, like I feel like it also helped really push me to go and like start really seeking out professional help. Okay. Because again, it just felt like I couldn't get myself out of this. Yeah. So shout out to the Lucan Center. Okay. (laughs) Where I do go now. And I feel like it, that was me finally accepting like, okay, like you're not, the old life is, it's a distant friend now. Okay. Let's see how we can, get to a better future. Yeah. Do you feel like the center and like the help that you seek, do you feel a little bit more even in life now? Do you? Yeah, no. I okay. definitely, I like, I finally <laughs> cry oh, okay. <laughs> in front of a stranger okay. or my therapist. So it is, I was like, yeah, I always recommend therapy because I feel yeah. like they do give you the safe space. But I think over the years of going towards it or going to it has definitely helped me like 
I enjoy and understand the happy days. And then I also understand that the sad days like aren't going to last. Mm. That you're going to have, it's like I have my mediocre days again. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. very nice. So I feel like that has been my acceptance journey where I almost don't even feel like it's a stage. It's like a full on journey. Nice. Okay. Do you, I mean, obviously you're living life, so you'll still have low days or of like course. bad days. But do you like seek more gratitude in things, even if they go left. I've been trying to like be mindful and practice that like today, for instance, for getting everything like it's okay. Like it's not that serious. You know, do you try to do that to like curve your mindset? A hundred percent. Cause I also feel like just reading about grief and everything like that. There's been people who are like, I don't want to become a bitter person. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's taken moments where I'm realizing like I like instead of wishing my dad could be here I'm like he's in me Mm -hmm. so like when I'm traveling or when I'm doing something like he gets to see it with me now which I feel like has been a new journey for me or even the yoga retreat I went on the yoga instructor Natalie she at one point we're like on a boat (laughs) in the Greek sea (laughs) and she's like everyone like sit and take a snapshot of this like take it like a mental snapshot so you can remember like this moment and I feel like for me, I've been forgetful. I don't know if you've been feeling this, mm-hmm. where I'm like, I can't remember like things with my dad. So I feel like more and more I've been trying to like, this is a beautiful moment. Like, let me take that mental snapshot yeah. of it. Yeah. So I feel like I can remember these. I have these moments. And I'm feeling a little more grateful. So I'm trying to, you know, yeah, keep it going. And <laughs> it, like, I guess enjoy life again. Because I know that's what my dad would want. Like, Absolutely. He, as sick as he was, always tried to make the most out of his life. So mm-hmm. I want to be able to like keep carrying that. Yeah. Which I feel like is hard. So I'm get thankful for every Thursday when I go to therapy to like just have that reminder to me. Oh, okay. Okay. I think that's just a good reminder for anybody, like just to be present and live in the moment. I think a lot of times, like even in life, no matter what your goal is or how you're working towards something, you kind of have like tunnel vision. Yeah. And then a lot of things is like hustle and bustle. And like, we feel as humans, we need to be busy or you hurt, you hit certain ages where you're like, at this age, I should have had this. So I should be hustling a little harder. But it's good to have moments to sit in like gratitude yeah. or just to ground yourself and just like how the lady instructed you on the boat to just like take a picture, remember this, yeah. how do you feel, what, you know, what's going through your head and that specifically that your dad is with you experiencing these things like in a spirit, like supernatural spiritual way yeah. than his physical body, like being here. Yeah. Like truly yeah. accepting where you are like right now, yes. no matter what it might look like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for acceptance for me, um, it usually is listed in the stages as like the last. Yes. Um, which I feel like it could be the last stage. I mean, we talked about it not being in any particular order, but I feel like I, it makes sense. Yeah. Or like why written out it makes sense. Exactly. Or I just can't imagine like if someone were to get news like that, then their first I mean, but it could happen. I mean, everyone's different. Yeah. Um, of just being like even Stevens, just like, okay, I accept that. Yeah. Like most of the time is shocked and denial and other things that go on. Um, and also realize it's not necessarily like the happy stage either. Yeah. So I feel like when people hear acceptance, they just make assumptions that like, oh, that means like, you know what? So-and-so is dead. And then that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah, I feel like it's more to like, it's just a little bit more deeper than that. Like, I feel like the the saying, the known saying, like, it's better to have loved than lost and to never loved at all. Yeah. So it's more of a like reflection and gratitude moment the way I feel about acceptance and how I experienced it of just like, at least I had a father, at least, you know, he was present. He was great. He, I grew up in the household with him and I saw how he loved my mom and, you know, they had great, they had years of marriage together and I got to learn from him and like, 
you know, I have moments where it was just me and him that like other people don't know the story. Yeah, of so course. I think in general that just is beautiful in itself. Um, and I've accepted that. And I know in a previous episode I'd spoke about like death just being hard in general because mm-hmm. it's very final. Um, and like you knowing that even his physical presence is gone, that he's with me spiritually, you yeah. know, and all of us and looking over the family, but also that I believe that I will see him again, you know, not on this side, but, but yeah, eventually we'll, you'll be together. Exactly. We'll meet again. And that gives me like hope and acceptance to just be like, okay, on earth it won't happen, but like in heaven, I'm going to see you, you know? No, and I also feel like in researching this, one of the biggest kind of things, and everyone like phrase it differently, but like if you're feeling grief, that means someone so love has passed. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was beautiful because it's just like, grief is hard for us, but it also means that there was so much care, so much emotions with that person that you're feeling this loss. So it's just like, don't also forget all the love that's been put behind it. And grief is showing that there was so much love in you that it's coming out in a whole different form, which I feel like was a nice way to kind of almost frame grief. Yes. I had went to this like event and they were saying, um, everything you love in this life, you will lose. Which, oh my God. And I was like, (laughs) wow. And like, I think a lot of times when like, my father had first died. I think a lot of people, I felt like I was just like, I accepted it like too soon almost. I didn't even feel weird for me. Because you're just like, okay, this happened. Yeah. Yeah, So like other things in life didn't feel too big or I'm like, if I can get through this and I know I can get through X, Y, and Z or other like traumatic life experiences. And I used to say like, oh, losing my dad has made death easier. Mm -hmm. But I think that's the wrong like phrase. I think when you lose someone so close, it's a sobering moment. Mm. So I feel like because that has happened, it sobered me up to realize like, One, I'm going to lose everyone that I love and everyone that loves me is going to lose me. So it's more of just like being present, like you said, living in the moment, grounding yourself. And I try to like pay a close attention, like not to be on my phone. If we go to dinner, like put it on D&D and like give everyone their proper time because I really, you know, cherish people. And just like you said, grief when people die, like. Grief is because you really love them. Yeah, which I also feel like it's even like helped us where it's just like, you want to know what? The vision board class isn't corny. Yeah. Or you want to know what? Like, Lee, yeah. you said you love sound baths. Like, let's do the sound baths. But yeah. I feel like it's also pushed me to think of my future a little bit mm-hmm. more, to think about what I really want a little bit more. Like, what I would want my dad to see a little bit yeah. more, where it's just like how you said, like, you want everything to like be shown and feel that kind of way, yes. where I feel like. It's also accepting, like, it's okay to try new things and do new things and appreciate, like, things to, like, plan more and just kind of get it all out there. Yeah. I think you, like, live a little bit more out loud. Yeah. Like, things that you might have just been, like, it's a guilty pleasure. It's like, I don't care anymore. You want to know yeah. how <laughs> like, you said it's all going to be gone one day. It's all going to be gone one day. And, like, I know I joke a lot about the environmental issues that we had here. <laughs> like, if it, none of us are getting out alive. Live, yeah. So, like, it's no need to, like hide interests or like explore things that you always wanted to do. So like go out and do it. Um, But I feel like that one moment that like took place during the early parts of my grieving. um, I know we both had really close cousins that feel like sisters to us that got married like months after our dads had passed. And right after my cousin's wedding, we had planned. Well, it felt like a lot of, um, which is interesting too. I feel like maybe we could do like an episode or something about it. That after my dad had passed, a lot of people were like, y'all should go on vacation together. Like, well, like as a family. Did you oh, get that a lot? Or hear I that think at all? Us as a family kind of like put pressure on it. To almost oh, okay. like get away from the house. Yeah. 
And I guess I can, like, let you finish, but I know, like, it was very mixed feelings in our house. Okay. And I can explain, yeah, after, but not so much all of us, but yeah, I feel like okay. my mom was like, maybe we should go somewhere. Yeah, I felt like that was a, a big chunk of advice a lot of people gave us, like, you all should go somewhere mm-hmm. and like, and I guess because it's a big life changing moment. So when you think of relaxation and things of that, you're like, I should go on a vacation. Yeah. So we ended up, um, because all of us were home for my cousin's wedding, we ended up going on a vacation the next day and it wasn't the best family vacation, but I think it was eye opening to see the role that my dad played in the family. Yeah. So like when one person is missing, it's like, but you know, they'll like eventually come home or like something will happen. But yeah. as things were progressing on this trip and like you see how people are like attitudes or just what they wanted to do or not do or like how arguments would like progress or like conversations. Maybe your peacekeeper is there Yeah. Anymore. So I was like, oh, the leader and the peacekeeper and the one who kept everyone decision like. Decision maker. Yeah. The yeah. decision maker. The one who was like even tone. The one who everyone listened to yeah. is no longer here. So it was a lot of chaos. Yeah. And I think it was in that moment where I was like okay, like, this is us going forward now. Yeah, and I think it goes back to saying, like, it's accepting your new life. Mm-hmm. It's accepting that it's never going to be your old life, like, that normalcy that you used to feel. Yeah. And I think that, and I guess it coincides with shock because it's just, like, for me, there was moments where I'm just like, oh, we're never going to feel like this same again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I feel like it's a big, like, up until that point, like, I feel like I've had relatives who passed, but it was like, older relatives where like they kind of teach you like eventually like people pass away but it it was just this is the first time such a prominent figure in my life had passed and I'm just like are you sure like you really like (laughs) this really happens and there's nothing else you can do so I feel like how you saying like it wasn't I guess the extreme of a vacation but even like when we're trying to pick out takeout like, yeah, no one wants the same yeah. thing. And there's just no one here that <laughs> will just, like be like, yeah. this is where we're eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I don't even like any of your options. We're getting burgers. Yeah. So I feel like I, I we definitely feel something very similar where we don't have that like, OK, head of the household. Yeah. It's funny because my dad had a saying <laughs> growing up. He didn't say it as much as me growing up, but more of my two older brothers. He would say, cut the mustard or lick the jaw. Like, make a decision. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Yes. So that was like his little thing. And I'm like, sometimes I hear that in the back of my head, like, all right, a decision just needs to be made and someone needs to step up. Yeah, no, I feel like, and I try my best to do it because I'm like, guys, we're getting <laughs> But no things. one's listening to me. Yeah. I'm the baby. And so then we like, all what? have pizza for mm, the next yeah. like, 10 days <laughs> exactly. because- That's what you get in Jersey. That's a fact. Today's episode is dedicated to my beautiful, black, and intelligent father, Robert James Kinlaw, who would have been 73 on February 28th. Again, we are your bereavement babes, Leah and Rachel. Thank you for grieving with us. Mm 